Hello, and welcome to the Made to Inspire podcast. I am Kimberly Smith Austin, and we're here with my awesome co-host, Misty Kerrigan. But guess what, guys? We have something exciting to share with you. Misty and I have brought together some of our friends, our colleagues, and fellow coaches to join us on today's podcast. It's all about the reset and the recharge. I am excited to bring forward today three awesome gentlemen who spent the day with us today. Yes, I said today. Mr. John Grant from John Grant Coaching. We have Tommy Lunetta and we have Henry Ward who are also with us today. Hello, guys. Hello. What is going on? Evening, whatever it might be. (laughs) We are so excited to have spent the entire day. I emphasize that the entire day with you all. But what I love about the day that we spent together, it was all about resetting, recharging, empowering people within our community to make those first steps to change their lives. I know that all of you have your personal stories. I've heard them live today, but I want to share with our audience a little bit about what you shared today. Maybe tell us how you got on this journey, how we connected, and how you can help them as they reset and recharge in preparation for 2021, which is less than 20 days away. Now, I want you guys to raise your hand, and I know not all of you at the same time, but who wants to talk first? Me? No. (laughs) No. I talked first last time. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. <laughs> All right, Tommy. So Tommy, yeah. tell us a little bit, tell us a little bit about yourself. So yeah, my my name is Tommy Lynetta and I'm a uh, current resident of Mesa, California. Or I'm sorry, Mesa, Arizona, <laughs> raised in California. So yeah, the um I, I'm here currently in in, in uh, I keep wanting to say California. Arizona. In Arizona. And so, yeah, I'm a uh, veteran of 15 years, IT professional, and currently uh, in the coaching business as uh, a running ass for running and as well, life goals, mentorship, and uh, in the prospects of writing my book, uh, Smiled. So, Tommy, what inspired you to write a book? You know, there's been a lot of things going on in, in the world and between just in general, you know, my life upbringing and then after a TBI that I had occurred with uh, about two, a little over two years ago, May 29th of 2018. And then how I, you know, progressed through all of this and then with friends, you know, getting to this, this next stage of my life, this next version had really, you know, inspired and provoked me to to continue on and, and put it out on paper. So I think it's a, a good thing to share what we, we have to give. And who should read your book? Anybody, actually. <laughs> it, very honestly, yeah. It's, a, it's very much geared towards, you know, how I was able to transform from my TBI. But it's also, as my, my page says, you know, TBI awareness and and input from the audience. So it goes, you know, for any adversity that can come through anybody's life, but it's my journey of, you know, coming through TBI, but as well, you know, what led before that is being a veteran, being, 
you know, uh, uh, you know, an advocate of, of many things. So just putting it back out there again is what really provoked me to do this. So, you know, that full circle of giving back out to it. That's so exciting, Tommy, to, to actually hear that you were able to recover and try to get your life back on track after a traumatic brain injury. We know that the statistics have shown that some recover and some do not, and you are one of the chosen. So today on the Reset and Recharge Conference Virtual Summit, you gave some tips. What were some of those tips that you gave to the audience about just resetting and recharging their lives? Yeah, and some of the uh, and thank you. It's uh, and yeah, our reset and recharge was uh, a great way to for us all to go ahead and, and put out our, our stories and, and what we can share to one another. What I was able to you know give out on on portions of and it's just you know as, as the webinars go, it's just a brief you know snippet of, of what we can truly share and, and give out and what's in our stories. But some of the pieces I gave out is just you know uh, truly you know taking that first step. And, you know, taking that acceptance of it uh, before we can go any place and, you know, getting into that full true mindset of it all. And everybody's, you know, we've all spoke about our mindsets and, you know, accomplishments and where, where we get to it. But in mine in particular, it was, you know, taking that first step and then, you know, to get into that, that mindset of me, it was a lot of meditation just recently, you know, got really deep into essential oils been doing you know a lot of earthing and a lot of you know really in interventions with with earth and just being really in contact with with that piece of it really helped me release a lot of this so i can take away a lot of what i've experienced and in, in gained in my my journeys to is what i shot out this afternoon and that just goes you know with being transparent to to a lot of your folks out there so when you recognize it in order for you know to get past that you have to be transparent with that. Otherwise, you know, you're holding a set and, you know, that whole thought process, that's all within your head until, you know, you really get it out there to visualize with others on this. So, you know, being able to recognize and then, you know, pausing that, that biggest thing after this whole thing is, you know, truly pause and, you know, go ahead and settle this whole thing back in of what we've gone through, whether it be of a trauma, whether it be, a, you know, work pandemic, what we're true, you know, truly in right now. And, that's, that's where it all comes down to, uh, you know, taking that pause and then, you know, going in and, you know, and then inviting in, you know, all these other things of where I had to go to of, you know, I, I, I went through a traumatic brain injury. I'm now I went through, you know, this pandemic where, you know, I was coming back out and getting back in the social life. So to give back and, you know, really being able to get out of those anxieties and put these, these skills, new skills that we all are able to, you know, upskill by ourselves, as I like to say, and get past that. So you know, to, to take this, you know, to the whole value and, and share it because when we don't share, you know, like I say, and at all is what we all say is, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're kind of selfish at that point. So yeah, take, take what we've learned and, and sp spread it out there to the world. And that's where, you know, it all really comes to, of you know the the terminology of of smiled and smiles of you know getting to to that place of a, a truly successful mindset and wherever that is that 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 certain person that individual you know what whatever that may be you know we all have different ways to get there and you say meditation people are like oh that foo foo we gotta go listen to music and all <laughs> this stuff 
you know, my personal best is, you know, like I said, I like earthing and water. And so I just, it's pure quietness, whether it be, you know, standing in my rocks or standing in my backyard or sitting in the pool and just quiet, you know, hearing that. That's the little things that, you know, I can give out to what you're going to see, you know, in my book and, you know, what, what you can experience, you know, on, on that piece of it, as far as, you know, also my coaching. So, you know, it's a, in an athlete's world, you know, we come across blockers. So that's part of, you know, what I give out on that portion also. So to, uh, to have a successful mindset, you know, it leads to imaginative limitless and educated decisions or solutions. So it all takes the mindset to get there. That's love that, Tommy. Thank you. Oh. Sorry, I said I love that, Tommy. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that, was a, that was a long version of a what got <laughs> out there. So yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. And you know, Tommy, I know that your experience has created and made you the man that you are today. And because of that, you were able to connect us with an awesome guy by the name of Henry Ward, who too came forward today to share his story about how addiction has transformed his life. So I want to call on Henry and just have you come on. Tell us a little bit about your story and how addiction has allowed you to reset and recharge. Hello, everybody. I'm Henry Ward. I live in Chandler, Arizona. Um, I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts, um, and I blatantly ignored the early signs of my addiction. Um, I was addicted to baseball cards, candy, um, food, and um, pretty much anything I came in contact with. And I was surrounded by alcoholics and vowed never to drink because I didn't like uh, what it what people turn into when once they started consuming many beers and hard liquor and wine and everything else. But then I fell into the trap of monkey see monkey do. And I quickly uh, developed a habit from the first time I drank. I believe I enjoyed how it made me feel. And then um, years down the road, my life started spiraling out of control, everything from my health, to my marriage, to my finances, to my, my job and my relationships. And I finally hit rock bottom and, um, agreed that I was powerless over alcohol and drugs and my way of cutting down and, and uh, reducing the amount that I drank stopped. It never worked. And so I finally got treatment and treatment saved my life. I got treatment in 2008 and I've been sober for 12 years and I learned uh, quickly in treatment that there's aftercare and, and, you know, you need to continuously work on your character defects and, in repair relationships and the 12 steps and all that good stuff and making amends. Um, but the first step was acceptance. And we've, everybody pretty much talked about that today. Um, you know, accepting that I had a problem and the willingness to deal with it. And yeah, I think you have to be a hundred percent committed. And I finally was, I uh, tried going to the gym or, you know, earlier to remain sober. I tried a geographical change to move from Boston, Arizona. I tried going to culinary school. Those are all, good attempts, but they weren't a reason to get sober. You know, they, I could use them as a tool, but I really needed the education. I needed to be hundred percent committed to, to be abstinent from, from drinking and, and using drugs. Um, and until that point, the, those things weren't going to work. Um, I had to be ready and, uh, the treatment really with that and the aftercare as well. And then, um, you know, I think it's important to, uh, to have a life or a hobby or something to keep your mind busy. I don't care if it's tiddly winks or knitting or hockey or, or piano or running or, or lifting weights or whatever it is. 
um, you need some sort of an outlet. And I didn't have that until 2013 when I found running and that changed my life. Uh, you know, we talked, John talked about the endorphins and the dopamine and all that good stuff. I got that runner's high. Um, when I finished, I wasn't enjoying it while I was doing it because I really didn't know how to run. I was huffing and puffing and it was windy and it was cold. And um, I hated the whole uh, run and people were passing me and I was mad at life. I hated runners. I hated running. But when I finished, I had this overcoming feel, feel of gratitude and, 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 and joy. And it changed me as a person. I didn't quit that race that I did. It was an 8K though I wanted to. And I got a glass medallion and a banana and a water. And I felt like a million dollars and I was addicted to racing. Um, I started signing up for local races back home and then graduated on to the, uh, the half marathon distance. And then I wanted to do a marathon. So I did a couch to marathon. And then um, I found out about the ultra world. And uh, I guess I wanted more, right? Just like as an addict, more and more and more. What's the progression? Um, you know, there's no finish line for us addicts, right? Uh, so more, I want to do 50 miles, hundred miles, 24 hour race, see many, see many miles I can get in. So, um, so running changed me. Um, it, it kind of helps me live life on life's terms. I go for a run in the morning and usually my day flows a lot better or, if, you know, I get a run in the afternoon. I can kind of burn off the craziness of the day, the stress of work or family life and stuff. Um, now I am currently, I've been furloughed or in essence, uh, I was giving a severance package. Um, I'm not working right now because of the pandemic. I'm in the food service. I'm a chef by trade and um, we're not selling any meals. Our business is closed. I actually worked with Tommy at Nationwide Insurance. So I'll find out my fate soon. They're supposed to go back in January. I don't know the rumors, maybe April or May. Regardless, I've taken advantage of the downtime and the pandemic um, back in April I decided that I was going to be flexible and kind of go with the flow and not stress over, you know, forced change. Uh, you know, the pity party was not going to happen. Oh, I got let go again. I'm not working. How am I going to pay for bills? We bought a house. We bought a house in the pandemic. You know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. We didn't force anything. Um, that fell into place. And uh, I got to run more. I got to spend more time with my family. I got to do some of the things that I've been complaining that I didn't have time to do, such as write a book. I just completed a book, Running Without the Devil. So it's a story about uh, my early stages of addiction, the signs that I blatantly ignored, and uh, active addiction years, my rock bottom recovery treatment, and how I found running and where I am today. Um, and running has given me a platform to share my story about hope and recovery. You know, if you, I really do believe, you know, if you want to recover, if you want to get better, Tommy, your sound went out. Tell a complete stranger, tell a, um, a coworker. I had a hard time telling my, my family. I just, I just did. Um, I didn't think it was their business and I was a little bit embarrassed, but tell somebody don't suffer, suffer in silence and, um, get into treatment, go to AA. Um, there's a lot of self-help, there's self-help out there. There's podcasts, there's books, there's the internet. There's a thing called Google or YouTube. I think Tommy alluded to that earlier. Um, you can do your own research for free, but you have to be hundred percent ready to quit and you have to do the work. You have to put the time in like with my book, I didn't, I was thinking about Googling to see if I could find a ghost writer, uh, in some aspects of my business. I started a nonprofit. Um, why can't I do it? I, I did it. You know, I no shortcuts, learn how to do it, spend the time. There's resources out there. 
such as Google, such as, you know, and, and, and surround yourself with inspiring people. Um, your, your circle, your family, your friends should be inspiring people, people that are on board with, you know, Team Henry and, and your vision and stuff. Um, I eliminated myself, uh, eliminate everything that was dead weight or that was negative energy or distractions so that I could focus on this project. And I'm grateful for the downtime. And uh, I was able to complete my book and start my business and do other things. And I'm looking forward to 2021. You know, this might not be the last pandemic we have. Uh, so maybe this was kind of training for the next one, right? It was kind of practice. Um, but I embraced the change years ago. Um, if I, if we had something like this, I probably would have drinking myself into oblivion and, you know, might not be here to talk about it as, as dark as that is, you know, um, but I'm sure there's a lot of addicts. There's, there's a lot of addicts and alcoholics that have really gone to the bottle, especially around the holiday season and kind of hit a, an all time low. Um, you know, overdoses are, are increasing and DUIs are increasing. They've almost doubled this holiday season already. So it's crazy. Um, so I hope I share my story and um, of hope that people, it'll encourage people to speak up and to get the courage to go to treatment. You know, it, it's, 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 it's a great sign of strength to, to speak up. It's humbling to speak up and admit that you have a problem. But I didn't, alcoholics and addicts don't want to be the way they are. And I didn't want to be the way I was. So, um, I share. I think it's shells. Tommy said it's it's selfish not to share. God gives us gifts, and um, if we don't share them, it's being selfish. Wow. So it sounds like you really not only did you tell your story, but you personally had a time to reset and recharge. You reset yes. those things that were inside of you from your addiction, recharge. And really got your life back on track so much so that now you're in a position to share, to teach, to write, and to build a business that's going to serve other people. What a blessing, Henry. I'm so excited I got to spend the day with you just sharing, hearing your story and inspiring others on their journey. So we here, we're all about inspiration, inspiration into action. And we see that you took action. Thank you so much for being here with us. Yes, and again, Henry, that's running without the devil. Yes, it's and all one word. Running, running without with the devil. devil. And I could find that at runningwiththedevilbook.com. Just runningwiththedevil.com on the internet. And then if you just put it in, type that into Facebook or Instagram, that's what'll pop up. You'll see my- And it's my, on pre-sale right now. So get out there and get it. Now. Yeah, you'll see my, yep. Woo. Fire. Misty, who's next? Oh my gosh. So in today's, which you guys will have access to, right? Jump on the pre-recording so you can listen. You don't have to miss out. But today, Mr. John Grant said something, and I'm going to take it in my own words, but literally, if you're only preparing by having sick insurance, aren't you insuring to be sick? Just saying, because John had one heck of a point today about wellness and getting out there and seeing a wellness doctor and having a wellness plan, but I'm not going to take it all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hush up now and turn it over to Mr. John Grant, our friend, our uh, John Grant, second time on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. John, tell us about today. Yes, it's amazing what a simple shift in your mind can do to your 
health and overall well-being. When you understand what truly wellness is and the overarching impact it has on yourself and those in your circle of influence, you will start seeing major changes around you. And that is true transformation. So today was amazing. I got to go through several concepts that are in my book. They're in my website. They're, they're really things that I coach on daily with people. It's just these little tweaks that you can do that overall add up to you having more vitality, living at your full potential, and potentially eliminating the things that I eliminated in my life, like type 2 diabetes, obesity, and my fatty liver healed. So it was uh, an amazing day today to share that journey with all of the people here. Now, I want to put this in perspective. Uh, we've been in seminars, especially this one, since about nine this morning. Each individual talked. Each individual was here supporting the other one. And as soon as the show was ending, me and Kimberly asked, would you fellas please stay on so our listeners can, can meet you and could get some information and get inspired to go to your websites, watch your version of the seminar, maybe even get some coaching. And these gentlemen, without a pause, all said yes. Now, they haven't seen their families all day. They probably have other work. But this is what it means to surround yourself with a community of these guys that just want to inspire and help others through the lives they live and their services and their products and their books and their journeys that they absolutely, we've been here since, what, 9 a.m., stayed on to support me and Kimberly and bring this information to you guys, our listeners, so that we can inspire you. I am blown away by that. And I will say it again is get into an inspiring community of amazing individuals because they will support you and they will help you get to that next level. Kimberly, shut me up. No need to shut you up. I think in fact, I'm going to have you speak a little bit more because not only did these fine gentlemen share their stories, their testimonies, their truth, and what they're doing in the world today, you did as well. Now, I know you and I created a platform for mindset and movement, but today, Mr. You took it up to the next level. You said not only mindset and movement, but then you threw momentum in there to top it all off. So I want you to give a little recap to our audience because we are going to make this mindset and movement live available as a course. We're going to make it available to you as mindset, movement and momentum. That's the next level. So you'll have access to this, but give them a sneak peek. <laughs> Absolutely. Ask me to talk of, yes, of course. <laughs> so if you know me and Kimberly, you know our original course, Mindset and Movement. We launched it right in March because we were supporting one another and we wanted to bring some products out to support everyone else. And back in March, we thought this was going to be two to three weeks. And we are now in December so I think uh, one of you guys said it best is we don't know when this is going to end and we don't know if this is the last, but in my momentum and mindset talk today was who cares? It doesn't matter. My mindset allows me to be in control of what I'm doing. Uh, Henry could have took it two ways. I'm not working right now. And holy crap, I have time to write a book and help others. And that is a choice he made from a mindset that he's worked hard these last 
what you said since 2012, Henry, these last years to get into that mindset. Depression is out there. Sadness is out there. There's sickness out there. And there, there's fear. And that's for all of us. And we have family members and we've all been impacted. But that doesn't mean we need to hide. What it truly means is we need to take full control of our mindset. That doesn't mean not have compassion for others who might be struggling through this. But that means set yourself bigger because of this. If you're stuck at home, what can you be doing at home? Clearly, some of these guys are writing books. Uh, mine and Kimberly's, we're a, a, what is today, the ninth. We're like minutes away from published. Uh, we're on that last thing. It's been a labor of love. We're so excited for that. I have so much to be grateful for in my life that I, I get excited. And I don't want to take away from anyone feeling pain during this time, but I do want to run up to and be like, what can we do? What can we work? How can we connect? And so the mindset and movement really is about the small baby steps of doing what you need, not overexerting it, but just starting out. Just get off the couch. Just go for a walk. And eventually you're going to get that momentum going. Just, and I learned it today from Henry, just show up. Just show up. Let all the excuses lay in your bed. Instead of going back to snooze, just get up and show up. Henry. Oh, you I think it's. It's, uh, it's easier for people just to sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix and, and you know, uh, you know, I mean, I think I think it's easier for people to, you know, sit on the, the couch and, and watch Netflix and hammer down McDonald's you know, as opposed to, you know, trying something new or, um, you know, going out for a run or, or going, you know, lifting weights or something like that. It's easier just to kind of fall into that laziness trap, you know, the monotonous monotony of the day. Um, as opposed to stepping out of their comfort zone. You know, you have choices, right? I love that. Stay on the Netflix and, and gobble down the McDonald's or make a different choice. Now, yeah. I can't do mindset momentum because my business partner and one of my best friends is Kimberly. And she today, and she helps me with this almost every day, she reframes stress. And she talked about how to live stress-free or even how to, this is my favorite, I'm going to pause this is what Kimberly asks when we train. Are you ready? She says, how many of you, you know, stress exists? Everyone raises their hand. How many of you here, you know, that you might be affected by stress? Everyone raises their hand. And then she goes, how many of you here have a plan for it? No hands. <laughs> so Kimberly, I'm going to turn it back over to you. And you're going to give us a little snippet about how do we handle stress? Absolutely. Well, thank you, Misty. And when you think about stress, and Misty gave you the questions oh so well, but I want to put this into your head. Stress doesn't serve us well, yet we serve stress. Why? Why? Why do we allow it to take root in our heads, in our hearts, and overwhelm us to the point of dysfunction? Now, we know that things are going to happen like right now, nine months into a pandemic. And I'll tell you, when I went into the pandemic again, like most of my colleagues and peers and people around the world, we stood in a place of mm, this is not real. It's going to be here and it's going to go away. But during that time, I also said, you know what, even if it doesn't, I'm going to keep moving forward. I was in the middle stride length in the middle of reaching for a new goal and the pandemic happened. Now, many, you may have put your, your hat down, you may have sat on the couch, kept your pajamas on for a couple of weeks and just mourned 
the change in our world. And you know what? I give you that time. But it comes a time and a place in our lives when we have to say it's time for a new direction. Again, stress doesn't serve us well. Stop serving stress. Stop serving it up on a platter and allowing it to transform your life. See, I believe stress can be a motivator. If you take a look at it, stress uh, increases your heart rate. It brings up this feeling in your body. And truth be told is your body subconscious doesn't know the difference between happy and sad. So why not make the most of it and run? (laughs) When I say run, I mean, go make it a great experience for yourself. I know I say it all the time. I take stress on the run. When I find myself in a place where I'm uncomfortable, I either one, get up and run, or number two, I jump out of my chair and start squatting. I do something to move that energy out of my being and move it out of my body because it doesn't belong here. I can't function with it. And just like I can't function, friends, neither can you. I have created so many resources to help you. I have 24 ways to remove stress from your life. It's an ebook and it's available for you for free. On top of that, I have a five-day stress to success course challenge that you can take to really help you frame it up. There's five R's in that course that's going to help you change the way you see stress from a point of stress to success and really go from surviving to thriving. Because I know that like you and all of the other speakers and people in our space, you don't want to be at that place where you're dysfunctional. Our entire podcast is about inspiration and taking you to a point of action so that you can live your best life now. So you can become a better version of yourself. So stress to success, it's exactly what you need to experience life today, but to go forth in 2021 as you reset and recharge your life. We had so much fun today. And I'll tell you, having these individuals here, these dynamic speakers, coaches, teachers, leaders, men and women, it was a pure joy. And because of that, we, we would be remiss not to bring them to you so you too could hear their stories. Now, we're going to leave the information on our show notes so that you can find ways to access them, whether it's their email, their Facebooks, their books. We want you to get plugged in because we believe that 2021 is going to be a better year than maybe the year before. You got to get ready, though. Right, Misty? Yes. We've got to get ready. And we always say to you every single week, there's something out there waiting for you. Now go go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.